Hello. Oh. Is it now officially recording? It's now officially recording. Excellent. Hello, everyone. My name is Alicia. And I'm Claire. Welcome to the ABC of Education. Got something to do with education, we're probably talking about it. Every episode, we share our thoughts on various topics ranging from teaching to education news, um, basically the nitty gritty of the education system. Hello and welcome to today's episode. So we are talking about release the results. It is that time of year when the GCSE results are coming out um, and everyone's feeling a little bit nervous. So we want to give you some tips and tricks from us as teachers to how to support your child with getting their results. Yes, so it's the big day on Thursday. So notoriously, we have the A-level results that come out the week, the actual same day, but the week before. And then we have the GCSE results, which obviously builds up in people's minds a lot of stress and anxiety. But um, your, your student, your child is going to be surrounded by their peers. Many schools do go into their hall, I think mine was actually, um, and open there, they get given the envelope, they check in, give their student number, and they get given the envelope to open. But that in itself is quite pressured, isn't it? Do you remember opening yours, Alicia? Yeah, so mine was quite funny. I was actually in New York, so I went on a, on a flight. I had to give my best friend, who happened to also be the head girl, permission to open my results. And oh. I had to call up on a payphone in New York airport <laughs> and she read them to me it was very intense and I did well and I was pleased and you know then we got to mm. do a shopping trip with my mom and my best friend and her mom so it was quite a nice mm. way to actually open them but I don't actually remember the whole going in getting the envelope because yeah. I wasn't there it's a really nerve-wracking time actually I remember it so well going in we were literally handed this brown you know the standard school brown mm. envelope yeah. with the white printed label yeah. on and you wanted to open it because you wanted to know how you'd done but at the same time you didn't want to know how you'd done uh, in case it wasn't good news and then obviously people like oh I'm going to take mine home some people went off I just stood in the middle of the hall actually on the stairs and opened mine and looked <gasps> and I went okay put them away <laughs> um, but Yes, then everyone sort of asks, oh, what did you get? How did you do? And obviously that's a choice. That's a personal choice, yeah. isn't it, if you want to talk about it. But I think now, certainly over the last few years, where they've changed from letters, which is how I remember it, um, into numbers, you could be speaking gobbledygook, really. Yeah. Um, oh, you know, when you get, as a parent, when you get that text that says, Mum, I got a six and a nine, and you're thinking, yay. Because we always think, we always think it's out of ten, don't we? We yes. mark everything out of ten. So you're like, oh, we, you know, okay, nine, yep, that's great. Okay, that's near a ten. But of course, there's no ten in the mm -hmm. in the grading. Um, so I just thought actually it'd be useful for our, for our generation onwards to talk about what those 
numbers actually mean because there is some crossover isn't there yes yeah there is and if you don't it it does feel a little bit like why did we get rid of letters if we were doing letters well over the years but they've decided to do the number system so you've got a little comparison table haven't you you're going to share i do so if your student gets an a high eight they call it so in the top half of the grade boundary for a level eight and a nine you're looking at the equivalent of an a star okay which is phenomenal really mm-hmm. um again so there's always this crossover so it's this and this if you're looking at the lower half of the grade boundary of eight and a seven you're looking at an a still absolutely amazing in fact oh, yeah i don't think there's really well there's a few you know towards the bottom that you're like oh okay but actually, because there's this crossover system, all the results are amazing. And if that's, you know, for you, a marker of improvement or pride, then you should always be proud, even if it's not a four or a five or a six and onwards. If getting a two was your goal, then you should still feel absolutely proud and rewarded. So anyway, I digress. <laughs> I do. <laughs> Um, and if you're going to get a six or a high five, that's the equivalent of a B, a five, so a, a lower grade five um, and a four, that's a C equivalent. So still a phenomenal class. Then we start going into the threes, which are Ds. That's quite a set grade boundary, actually. Mm-hmm. And then a two is an E slash F. A one is an F slash G. I I don't think I remember that. I don't think I thought you could go to an FG. I think it just went D, E, U. But now they've got the F and the G in there. An FG is a one and a U is still a U. So that means you didn't turn up and you just or you turned up and just wrote your name on the paper. Yeah basically, um, or wrote about something that wasn't relevant to the question. So that does happen. Yeah, definitely. So we kind of want to impart some tips for you. So how can you support your child getting their results? I think it's really important to make your child kind of feel in control of the situation. So a couple of days beforehand, talk to them, what is the plan for the day? What are you going to do? Are you driving them to school? Are they going with a friend? Are they going on the bus? How are they going to get there? What's your plan for the day? And when they get there, talk them through what they're going to do as well. Because, you know, once we're in a really high stressed environment, all our common sense goes out the window. So, you know, you're going to go in, you're going to go up to the table and you're going to get, you know, give them your student number. You're going to get that envelope and then talk to them. Do they want to open the envelope there? Do they want to bring it to the car? Do they want to bring it home? What are they planning on doing? So they've kind of got those thought processes there and you're sort of setting them up that, yes, it's going to be stressful, but you are in control. Make sure you're also managing expectations. So have you got a child that is, you know, very, very motivated and wants all nines? And if they don't get all nines, it's going to be the end of the world. What can you do to manage those expectations? Make sure as well you tell them that you're proud because things like that really stick with you. Um, you know, say, it doesn't matter what you get. We're proud of mm. you. You've done your best. It's been an incredibly hard 
last few years with COVID. And, you know, you're the first cohort to sit exams in the last few years. That in itself is a massive achievement that they've gone in and they've done that. So just really watching what you say, managing those expectations, the timings. This is what you're going to do. This is what I'm going to do. And then they know Mm. that you're there. And if you do it a couple of days beforehand, generally you won't have that teenage angst that you'll get on the day where they're like, oh, I know, mum stop doing this mom you know if you just do it when they're slightly less stressed so that you've got a plan what time are they going to get up are they going to shower yeah are they going to just go straight in are they going to have breakfast what do they want to do with it and then also how do they want to celebrate afterwards are they going to want to go with friends Mm. are you having a family party you know what do they want to do what would be the best thing for them because it's all about them yeah it really is. And I think, you know, you touched on the fact that this year is the hardest it's been in a couple of years because of COVID and teacher assessed grades. And I think with that, we found that so many little slip ups happened by various exam boards where the advanced information they gave us wasn't purely the thing, only thing to be examined. So I know in certain sciences, for example, there were topics in there that were not on any advanced material ever to exist, and it threw students massively. So we're looking at grade boundaries hopefully being more lenient this year because of those slip-ups. You know, giving it's like going into an English exam and being examined in French. Um, It's really (laughs) unfair. Could you imagine? Oh, gosh, <laughs> that would be my worst nightmare. Yeah, I know it would be. It would be intense, but because you're just not prepared, you've done all this mental preparation to go into mm. an exam, yeah, and then you turn up and it's something completely different. Yeah, I really actually wonder if they should have recalled those papers or certainly done a quick edit of the future ones. But you know, yeah. what's in the past must be left in the past, as we say, um, and. You know, it is a stressful time. Things that I think make things make the exam results more stressful is actually social media. We all know social Mm. media is like no one posts on social media the stuff that isn't glorious and all singing, all dancing. Okay, so if you have a student who is worried about their results or who doesn't feel they've done as well as they could have or should have, try and keep them away from the technology, from the Facebook, from Snapchat, from TikTok, from Instagram, because you're going to have many people posting on there, oh, it was a breeze, what amazing results I have. Um, But no one's going to stand there and go, I didn't do so well. I got four U's, three twos and a one. Like no one's going to do that because they just don't, do they? By by nature, people only tell you the good stuff they want yeah. to see. So yeah. I think that regular routine, switching off on technology um, and actually just building up their self-belief. So, you know, your results don't, I know I said this in my last podcast but your results don't define you or your future so you need to keep telling yourself I believe I can I will I am 
I am good enough because everybody is good enough. Yeah. Um, you know, and I, I'm a great advocate for positive, positive affirmations. Oh, yeah. Um, I think that goes a long way. If you can encourage your student to say, I can do this, I've got this, it doesn't matter what numbers turn up on that paper. I've got roots out of here. I know yeah. where I'm going. I know how to manage this because they will feel so much better prepared, won't they? Yeah, definitely. And I think it's like you said, sort of what's the next step? So helping them look to the next steps. You know, they may have decided beforehand, oh, yes, I want to go to this college. Or I want to go to that college or it's between a couple. I want to do an apprenticeship. And then those results come and you might feel slightly differently. Um so talking to them about that and saying, like, these are your results. We're so proud of you. You did incredibly well done. You know, let's digest that information. Let's, you know, enjoy that. And then let's think, OK, well, what do you want to do with that now? You know, what are your options? Mm. Do you still want to go to that college? Or are you thinking now, oh, maybe I've got better results. Maybe I could go to this one. Or maybe actually I want something more hands on. I want to do an apprenticeship or um, a more kind of technical course um, at a college, more hands-on? What is it that they want to do? Because they're choosing, essentially we're asking them to choose their life path at 16, which <laughs> mine, wasn't, mine wasn't at all what I wanted to do, but also kind of making them realise that actually just because they go on to study something at college or just because they go on to do an apprenticeship or whatever – it doesn't mean that that's what they have to do for the rest of their lives. Mm. You know, I've changed my jobs four different times. I've done four massively different areas. And that's very normal. Very mm. normal. Um, that, you know, wow, they're going on to this next stage in their life where they're, you know, really becoming an adult and choosing what they want to do and how exciting that that is. You know, yeah. taking your time and avoid panicking. Okay. Because they will mm. be looking to you as the adult to be the most adulty adult in the room um you know the calm the one the fixer so if there is you Mm. know if there's some negatives in there if there's some stuff that they haven't got what they wanted to get that's okay and it's fine we are human sometimes we make mistakes sometimes we don't do as well as we people thought we would do it doesn't matter because you can reset that's the beauty of exams we can reset them Mm. so some colleges you can go on and do the course that you wanted to do and at the same time you can reset your exams parallel so you'll have an English or a maths class that you go along to um, and you'll basically end up resetting them some do them early some do them in January some do them in the May time as normal and then you just continue your course as normal and it's Mm. not it's not the end of the world by any means You know, we can't all be incredibly academic. If that's not your skill set, that's okay. You know, the way mm. that the, they, the government have worked it, that there are resets that you keep going. And then if maybe taking a full GCSE isn't the plan for your child, that's okay. We've got functional skills as well. And it's not yeah. the end of the world by any means. You know, celebrate what they've done, that it is a great achievement for them. And I think that's Mm. really important. Let's not, like Claire said, let's not look on social media and compare to others because we don't have the same journey they have. You know, maybe your child or student has 
you know, really intense anxiety. And the fact that they've even gone into the exam is an incredible Mm. achievement to them. So celebrating all the little things and making sure you tell them that you're proud of them and whatever Mm. they've done, it's okay. I think also that I remember that my teachers before the exam, this is your only chance to (laughs) get one shot at this. I'm telling you now as an adult, you categorically don't. You can do a GC, I could do a GCSE. GCSE, GCSE, GCSE now at nearly 40. And, you know, my mum could do one if she wanted to, obviously a little bit older than me. Um, This isn't your only shot at it. You know, it's just, it's kind of a stepping stone, isn't it, onto the path where you want to go, what you want to achieve. Yeah, exactly. And if, you know, in the future you decide to go into a different job, I have a friend that decided she wanted to become a teacher. And she had to take her GCSE maths, and she was yeah. 28, I think. That's fine. Mm. You can do that. Doesn't matter. It's yeah. fine. Equally, let's you know shout from the rooftops how proud we are of them, whatever they've done. Yeah, exactly. I think it's it's a very nerve wracking time. It's very stressful for the student. It's very stressful for parents. But mm. knowing that they've got you on their side yeah. is really all they need they've got someone in their corner willing to fight their corner then you're onto a winner aren't you so exactly so good luck everybody good luck parents we know it's equally stressful for you (laughs) you're also gonna do fine so don't you stress about your reactions no exactly good luck everyone and um you know whatever happens you're totally going to nail your future yeah Thank you so much for listening today. We hope you've gained some valuable insight into the education system and we've answered any questions you may have. If you'd like to find out more about us, please do visit our website, www.abctutoring.co.uk. Give our Facebook a follow and like, and also head on over to our Instagram. If you're a parent with any queries or anything that you want us to discuss, we'd love to hear from you. So please do reach out and we look forward to sharing some more chats with you soon. Thank you very much. Thank you.